Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another film review. This one's going to be for the technically latest edition in the MCU. Depends on when Loki came out and stuff. Uh, came out in the same week as Loki. Uh, this is for the Marvels. Uh, this particular review. I'm your host Matthew and we're going to start off spoiler free and jump to our rating system. I'm going to give this a don't skip and a 7 out of 10. Uh, just in case you're not aware of our rating system, we have strong must-see, must-see, don't skip, possible skip, skip, and hard skip. Um, so what went... Well, I was, was going to say what went wrong here. I don't think... I, I can't remember the last time I saw a Marvel film that had me feeling this specific way. And I, I'm talking years at this point. Because, to me, looking at this film now, after seeing it, and how I thought about it beforehand, if you're expecting something, like, really, really big, like the next big Marvel event, this isn't that. Um, this film is very, very simple. Very, very simple. And that is... It's interesting because that doesn't let this film down, but it doesn't rise it up. It doesn't have that punch to it. But it doesn't need to. This honestly, I'll tell you what this, this film felt like. like okay, how, how would I describe what this film is and how I felt about it? Because it's been so long since we've seen Captain Marvel, and don't forget, by the way, that Marvel skipped or missed all of 2020. So if we're talking the last couple of years, obviously we had Endgame before that, which we saw her and we saw her in Captain Marvel and Infinity War, which were all 2018-2019. This felt like, let's have a catch-up with the Marvels. Let's see what Monica Rambeau's up to. Let's see what Kamala Khan's up to. And let's see what Carol Danvers is up to. And let's have them take on a villain who's got a very reasonable motivation. And let's just tell that story. With some other bits and pieces. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, there is I I individual issues I've got with this film. I'll, I'll get onto those in, in a minute. But when I finished this film... And I was on my way home, because yes, I went to the... Obviously, it's out in the cinema, it's not on Disney Plus yet. And I was making my way home, and obviously I was thinking about what I've just seen. I, sh I assume most people do that when they come out of the cinema, you're thinking about what you've just seen for the last two hours or so. And I thought, okay, I liked it, it was good, had, had some problems, but I liked it and it was good. And then I thought to myself... Because I, I, I was left in this state of like, why do I not love this film? Why do I, why didn't I thoroughly enjoy this film? And then I thought to myself, and this is all part of, you know, the, the interesting thought process of doing all this. What, what, what was I expecting from the film? And how do those expectations line up with my feelings afterwards? Because that's, that's ultimately how we should all judge films. Okay, before you press play or go to see the film... What what do you how much do you think you're going to enjoy this film? What do you think is going to be in this film, which is a very specific part of this? And how do you how do you feel afterwards? 
And my expectations as to what this was going to be, what I was going to see, what I was expecting from the MCU was actually blank, which is kind of unusual for me. So I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. It's got some issues. It's not anything special. Um, so a couple of the issues that I've got. Um, now, this the first thing I'm going to say is not a specific issue to this film, but I realized it. After having seen this film, which is more of an MCU cause and effect as opposed to this individual film. There's been all these talks in the last couple of years of like Marvel's in a crisis, they need to reboot, da 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 da, da. And look, if, if you've not been enjoying Marvel's stuff, that's, that's up to you to, to think that, of course. I think the MCU could do with a bit of reorganisation. That's the specific word I would use. We know what's coming up. We know the X-Men and Fantastic Four are coming up. Those are going to be the next big, big things. Obviously, there's two Avengers films. There is some big stuff coming up. It's not like there's nothing coming up. But we've had all these like smaller experimental projects. And this just simply felt like catching up with some characters. And I cannot think of or remember... I mean, we're going pre-MCU TV debuts, so pre-WandaVision. The last MCU thing I watched where I thought, oh, it was good to catch up with those characters and, like, see where they are. Because in terms of, like, okay, what these characters do in this film and what the story is, it's very basic. It's very, very basic. Um, You do have some multiverse bits and pieces, which are kind of interesting and kind of good. Um... But that caused it to lack that sort of... Like, I, I enjoyed spending the time with the three main characters and all the other characters that are in it. And obviously you've got Nick Fury in here and all the, all those kinds of stuff. Those were cool to catch up with. But because we've seen so little of... Particularly with Captain Marvel, and we thought she was going to be a big, big player post-Endgame. And it's not that she hasn't been a big player. She's just not really been in anything. Um, she was in the end of Miss Marvel. I think I can safely spoil that. Uh, that was that would have been in the trailer for this, and it's literally right at the start of this film. I like the continuation from that. Before that, maybe a couple of bits of scenes, but she's not had a big role so far. And this is good to sort of re-establish where she is, but honestly, that's kind of what's going on. And it's about these three people meeting up, realising what's going on with the bangle things. Obviously, as you would have seen in the trailer, the, one of the um, cool things with this film is they're all switching places. That was quite a good tool used in this film, and I liked how that specific element developed. I thought that was quite good. I'd actually forgotten that that was in this film as well, uh, which I guess was a nice re-surprise, I suppose. Um, there's, a, there's a couple of bits in here that don't quite land. A couple of just bits of the film, bits of the story. But um, one of the other sort of odd criticisms this film had had going in was, oh, it's only an hour 45, it's the shortest MCU film, that automatically means it's bad. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. I've often talked about, I was going to say the length of things, <laughs> not in that way, uh, the length of media, and the amount of times I've come away from watching something shorter and sweeter that packed more of a punch that something was longer... Like, so this is about an hour 45 minutes, and usually you get two hours, two, 2.20, 2.30 in some cases... I wouldn't have wanted this film to be any longer. I think for what it does and for what it is, it's pretty much a perfect length. Um, that's not to say the pacing and stuff is perfect, but like the, the overall runtime is perfect for 
what this film is. And I, I've never understood the notion of like, oh, this episode is only 30 minutes, or oh, this film was only an hour and a half, and it, that means it's worse. No, it doesn't. It, in some cases, actually, that's a better thing, because it means you're telling a tighter story. Um, and I will I will stand by that opinion until I think otherwise. But anyway, um, what else do I want to say about this? Um, just in case, the, for those of you, obviously, we're still in the spoiler-free section. So the... I'm not going to talk, obviously, spoilers now. Um, so what happens, the film ends, right? They sort of cut to black. There's a scene which acts as a as the formula for a post credit scene, but it actually comes up before the credits, but it feels like a post credit scene. Then there's a mid credit scene after the title Miss Marvel comes up. And then there's credits after that, and there is no scene after that. Uh, I did already know that, by the way, going in that there was no act. There's no actual post-credit scene. There's a there's a pre-credit scene and a mid-credit scene. So once that second scene's come up, you can feel free to go. Although if you're like the person who I was in the cinema with, not not the company that I had, but another person that was in the cinema, the moment this film ended, she absolutely bolted out of the cinema. <laughs> so whatever. Um, yeah, it's interesting the way that they the way that they edited that together because like the film has an ending. The camera sort of pans out from something. You cut to black. You get a totally different scene in a different like area. Then the credits. Then a mid credit scene, and then there's nothing like from what I understand after that. So it was cool. And let me tell you something, right? I'll tell you. I'm not going to spoil anything. I don't need to say that again. I was hearing things like, oh, the post credit scene is an MCU game changer. Not my words. Not my words. I know I'm saying those words, but that, that was the opinion that I'd heard. Depending on how Marvel treats slash how they use what happens in the post-credit or the mid-credit scene. Yes, this is absolutely a game changer. Now, I'm never somebody who like try tries to exaggerate an opinion for clicks i mean you've already pressed play like you're you're already here and the title isn't clickbait because the title will say don't skip the marvels and it's not like oh my god you must see this little you know whatever um depending on that it, it depends on how the mcu and marvel uses this particular scene but it could be massive absolutely massive both these scenes by the way the pre-credit scene if you want to call it that and the mid-credit scenes i was aghast by i, I, I was what, what word am i trying to say gasped um yeah i i was stunned and i had no idea i had not seen i had not even seen a hint of a spoiler as to what these two things were the only thing i heard was the post-credit so mid-credit scene is an mcu game changer of course, that you know we're we're in the multiverse. There's there's a world of possibilities as to what that could mean. Um, they're both absolutely not in terms of like oh my god they're phenomenal scenes because they're short and sweet and simple. But please, Marvel, please, if you want to get if you want to get back the people that are in in my opinion impatient to like oh my god we have to get to this we have to get to that we have to do this we have to do the next big thing big bang boom whatever and they have no patience for like build up and stuff you're really 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 going to need these two particular scenes to lead to what they are hinting that they're going to lead to you really really are going to need to do that um one of them kind of has to, and I have an inkling as to what film we could see one of them in next. 
The other one I don't know when we could see a follow-up to. It depends on when certain things are announced, but that, that's all I'll kind of say about those. But I was blown away by them. Um, I also just, this was one of the first, like, it, it's not, a, um, I can't really, I can't really describe the scenes, can I, here in, in, in the spoiler-free section. It wasn't something that I thought, like, you know, sometimes you'll have, um, like, a character meet another and you go, oh yeah, they're clearly about to tell them this exact thing. It wasn't something like that. And they involve things that I've been looking forward to. But um, even when the scenes were playing out, I was like, does, 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 that mean, does that mean this thing's happening? I really, really hope so. So again, it's not up to, it's not up to me to determine where these two scenes go, but um, they are very important and could lead to the MCU changing. And I don't mean to sound you know overly dramatic about that or anything, but... They could be game changers, particularly the second one. So that's all I say about those. Uh, in terms of other stuff of the film, uh, pacing, structure, good for the most part. Um, the structure is an interesting one because obviously at, at times you're switching between different locations when they're swapping locations. For the most part, though, it's following the three characters, so not really many problems there. Um, the villain I liked, um, thought she was interesting. Um, that's pretty much what I got to say on, on her. I wasn't as interested in the villain's journey and more so... Because the, the motivations made sense. At least in the way that I think they did. I'll, I'll talk about that a bit more in the spoiler section. Um, I, I saw, now that I'm looking back on how that all folded out, it, it literally just felt like... Let's make this film, catch up with these three characters, give them a villain with good motivations to go up against. There'll be some conflict, they can do what they do, and then the film ends. And there's some other bits in there as well. And there's nothing wrong with that, it just doesn't pack that punch. It it, it, it just doesn't. But it was good to catch up with these characters again, and I, I hope that we see them very soon. Of course, there is a problem at the moment that this film is bombing at the box office. Um... Which is interesting because the two <laughs> credit scenes, like, they're massive for the MCU. Uh, but, I don't know, some people are saying it didn't get enough promotion, there was no promotion from the cast because of the strike, comic book fatigue, people are bored of Marvel. There's probably about ten different reasons as to why this might be bombing. Um, I don't think it's because word of mouth says that this is a bad film. I think it's good. Um... But uh, we'll see. Anyway, um, I'll do the outro now and then we'll go into the spoiler section. So if you would like to check out, of course, the rest of our content, you can head over to entertainmenttalk.org and your favourite podcast platforms for TV, games, films, main night podcasts. Check out what we do over there. Um, yes, if you'd like to write in, uh, if you have or haven't seen this film, you've got any thoughts, feelings, questions, comments on any of the film particularly, uh, Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org, Twitter, eTalkUK, and there's information in your show notes. In the meantime, you can also support what we do, of course, by listening to more episodes. Uh, there's plenty of them. Uh, word of mouth, social media, let other people know about what we're doing. Patreon, $5, $10 level tiers, ad-free podcast review options. Look for that as well if you'd like to. TV and film news, Geek Town Radio, Geek Town Radio over on... Uh, podcast platforms on Tuesdays, Geek Time Radio on Tuesdays, and geektown.co.uk for all your TV and your film news. Bex over on Twitch, Trista B-Y-T-E-S for all of her stream stuff. 
and all the different things that she does. Uh, me over on Twitch today, Talk UK, and YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays. All right, let's take a break here. It's your first spoiler warning. If 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 you are in the spot, if you're here deliberately for the spoiler-free section, there's nothing else for you here, unless you want to be spoiled on the film. Let's take a break. We'll come back and talk spoilers. Today's sponsor is Manscaped. You can get 20% off with your order with Manscaped by using the promo code that we've got with them, which is ETALKUK. That's E-T-A-L-K. UK to get 20% off your order and free shipping with Manscaped. They sell various different men's grooming products from shavers, razors, ear and nose head trimmers, different clothes and deodorants. You don't even need to Google Manscaped themselves. You can click on the link in your show notes, whether you're on a podcast player or the website uh, version of the episode, and you can go and click on that link in the show notes. That's also got the promo code written in the show notes as well, so you can either copy and paste the promo code ETALKUK, E-T-A-L-K-U-K. You can either copy and paste that into your show notes or type it in in the promo code box and click apply that will get you 20% off your order with manscaped and free shipping first hand quality professional with manscaped from their packaging to the items themselves even the way the items are stored in the packaging is very very first class very professional so no questions about manscaped's quality thanks very much to manscaped for sponsoring entertainment talks podcast and thank you very much for listening Hi there, if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name, we've got good news for you. With our affiliate link with Kualu, you can click on that link which is in your show notes, which is for our affiliate link. You can go over to Kualu to get started with your website and domain name today. They've also got a very handy chat support system which is usually in the bottom right hand corner to send messages back and forth to Kualu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today so that's Kualu and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today thank you very much to Kualu for this affiliate link hi there if you'd like to get rid of the ads in entertainment talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes we've got good news for you there as well you can subscribe to entertainment talk at either the five dollar level tier or ten dollar level tier the five dollar level tier will get you access to all of entertainment talks previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for if you also subscribe to us at the $10 level tier that will get you that benefit that I've just mentioned and it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a TV show and a general discussion on that show or a film review of your choice so if you if there's a tv show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it we can watch two episodes of that tv show or film review so it's one of either of those per month of course if you continue subscribing each month you can pick a tv show then a film the next month and so on and so forth this is a great way to support entertainment talk get your ad free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening back to the show I want to talk about the credit. I, I don't feel like I should talk about the credit scene spe- specifically because, like, that might be a bit of a distraction. The only thing I was kind of confused about a little bit, right? So the villain whose name I can actually not remember. Um, her whole thing is Captain Marvel went over to her planet and destroyed the sun or something, and she her her is it Halal Halal? I think the the planet's name is called is in darkness and she's promising her people that she'll bring the light back and she's trying to do that with the bracelet and you know etc etc 
Okay, so there's one of two ways to explain this. Either I forgot that that happened in the first Captain America, which was all the way back in 2018. That was five years ago, uh, or 2019, four or five years ago. Either she did do that in Captain Marvel, and I don't remember, which I don't remember that specifically happening, or she is indeed from a different Earth, which is the take that I, which is what I thought was going on, and it was a different Captain Marvel that did that. But the thing is, if that's if the second option there is the case, Carol never mentions that. Never says like, "Oh no, that wasn't me. That was a uh, you know the the other me or something." She never says that in this film. At least I don't recall her saying that in this film. So the reason why the first one is a problem is because I don't understand why Captain Marvel, our Captain Marvel, would have done that. Unless I'm forgetting something from Captain Marvel again. It's been a good few years the second thing there makes more sense but why it also makes less sense is because carol should have mentioned that if that was the case now i understand from the villain's point of view like i said in terms of okay she came and basically destroyed your planet or destroyed the light for, for the planet because of what she was doing but carol's made a mistake one way or the other because either she did do that and i don't remember and that's a bad thing for her to do Unless there was a good motivation for her to do that, which I don't remember. Or, it wasn't her. That was somebody from a different Earth. But for some unknown reason, Carol isn't mentioning that. Now, I would have thought if, especially in this particular universe, if somebody from a different Earth... If somebody says, oh, you did this and to me, and you thought, oh, no, that, that wasn't me. That might have been myself from another multiverse. I would have thought that you would have brought that up. Um, I kind of hope it's the first option and I'm just misremembering something from Captain Marvel. Uh, like a, an actual reason as to why she would have done that. It, let, let's go with option one because option two makes less writing sense unless that's a situation. But again, it gave these three characters something to deal with. Um, and it was cool to see them um, together and to do all their fighting and stuff. An interesting point as well to bring up, of course, because they're, they're teaming up and they are the Marvels, because you've got Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, and you've, of course, got Captain Monica Rambeau. Now, in the film, when the three of them are talking on, on Captain Marvel's ship, uh, Kamala Khan, being her cute self and everything, um, is trying to come up with... Or she's she's, she's doing the fangirl thing, isn't she, throughout this, this film, which which makes sense. Um, she says, oh, I'm, I'm, so she goes, oh, we are the Marvels, which I thought was cool. And then she tries to come up with like a, cause she says, oh, you know, this is the superhero names and stuff. You've got Carol Danvers, her super name obviously is Captain Marvel. She's, um, Kamala Khan, I almost forgot her name. Uh, and her name is Miss Marvel. They don't solidly say Captain Monica Rambo what her name is they come up uh, what what was the name that miss marvel suggested um was it mo mo not mother marvel no it wouldn't have been that it was some i can't remember exactly what it was but she like suggests a certain name and of course because i'm not somebody who reads comics i was wondering if that was like a nod to like whenever names like that get mentioned you wonder if they're alluding to these characters doing something in the comics that they haven't done like gaining a title or something that they haven't done yet. But at no point in the film 
does Monica Rambo or Monica herself say I am such and such so but it was still the Marvels I suppose so that was quite cool honestly for spoiler stuff um I haven't got anything else apart from um I mean there's no deaths was there there was no sort of like somebody dying in this film um so I guess I should talk about the uh pre and mid credit scenes and one of which does directly tie into something that happens in the film anyway. Well, they both actually do, because one of them involves, obviously, Kamala, and one of them involves Monica. Um, so we've wondered, or I've wondered, particularly for a long time, okay, the Avengers got a little bit dismantled after the events of the Avengers films, because obviously Captain, Mar- uh, Captain America, Steve Rogers, retired, and uh, Iron Man died. Steve, um, not Steve... Tony Stark, that's his name, isn't it? Yes. Um, and we wondered, okay, you've got like Doctor Strange knocking about, and you've got Hulk knocking about, and Thor, and all these characters, but what about if you started to do Young Avengers? And we noticed that they started to introduce some younger characters. Now, I cannot think of a single other thing that this mid uh, pre-credit scene would be alluding to. Um, you've kind of got like a Nick Fury, Iron Man-style thing, where like Kate comes into the room... Um, and, you know, Kamala's like, we have your file and stuff. And she's like, oh, I'm, I'm recruiting a team. Now, the very moment I saw Kate going into that room and I saw Kamala, like, they cut the camera back to Kamala and she's holding something. I was like, is this our... Because we never really have had a proper mention of a Young Avengers or a team forming or really anything like that. We've just had young characters being introduced. It's got to be, Surely. Because I don't know where else this could be. The only thing that's annoying about it is we haven't had any kind of official announcement whatsoever of a Young Avengers. We know about, obviously, Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. Um, which I assume if you're going to do a Young Avengers film, you might do it after those two anyway. Because you have to get through that first, and then you'd possibly build, properly build this Young Avengers team. That might be like by like 2030 or something. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, if the two Avengers films are like 2026 or wh- whenever they're going to be now, um, you might not get Young Avengers until like 2030 or 2028. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how far they'll want to space them out. So that's really awesome. Um, our second scene, which is arguably bigger, probably much, much bigger. Like this pre-credit scene, this Young Avengers tease is really cool. And I was like, OK, I really hope that you're doing this. Because uh, we also didn't really know when Kate was going to pop back up either. There was no real projects that she'd been attached to. I mean, she might pop up in some of the Avengers films and stuff. Because that might be quite a busy cast. But where is she going to be like involved next? There's no Hawkeye Season 2. Um, maybe she'll pop up in like Echo or Daredevil or something. Maybe. Because she did have connections there, didn't she? Um, so, we'll, we'll see. Uh, so Monica Rambeau, who of course gets a bit lost in all the timey-wimey stuff, she um, enters a... Did, did, did it say parallel universe, I think he said? And Beast is there. The X-Men. And initially I was like, oh, you know, Monica's there with, with her mother. And you can immediately tell this woman that's sitting next to her. I'm not sure who she's actually supposed to specifically be. Um... Although I'm going to mention something else in it, about that in a minute. And you can immediately tell she's giving her this look of like, you're not my daughter. Like she doesn't say it, but you can see, otherwise there would have been a joint 
reconciliation there of like, oh my god, we finally found each other and all this kind of stuff. Um, she's like, where am I? She's all confused, isn't she? And then Beast just turns around and says, hey, you found yourself in a parallel universe. Says some other stuff. Mentions, I can't, I think he says Charles, doesn't he? Not not Professor X. I think he says uh, Charles Xavier. There's an X also on on the door that very much reminds me of like the like original X Men trilogy of when they had those big silver doors, those big metal doors. Um, this so this woman that doesn't recognize because um, she literally says, "I don't know who you are." Uh, and Beast is seeming they're, they're seemingly investigating who she is because he's looking on the computer and stuff. Be- Beast is looking on the computer. Um, we saw Beast in an MCU film. That's like incredible. Um, I haven't seen that character in anything for years, <laughs> years and years. Um, okay, so when we had Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and we had the what were they called, the Illuminati, and we had Mister Fan, not Mister Fantastic, yes, Mister Fantastic, Reed Richards, uh, John Krasinski's version. Yeah, Patrick Stewart as Charles, uh, Presser X. Was this woman there as, um, she wasn't Black Panther, was she? Was she, um, Captain Marvel? Because I was looking at this woman and I was like, I really recognise you from something. But I think where I recognise her from is either that scene that I'm thinking of. I also think, I swear this is the same woman that played the mother on, um, Black Lightning. I swear it's her. I'm I'm pretty sure it's her. Um, that would be very interesting if, like, because if she's in a parallel universe where things are going to be different, and he's mentioned Charles Xavier, and she's there, and I think she's supposed to be Captain Marvel, I might have that wrong, I'm wondering if that's part of this different universe's, um, Illuminati, but then also they've got like they've, they're part of the Illuminati, but those same some of those same characters are part of the X Men. Um, yeah, I the the only thing I can think of where this is gonna go next because we have got Deadpool three coming up because I thought of Deadpool three on the way home. I thought, okay, where can these two scenes pick up from? Now, Young Avengers, we we don't even have an announcement about that. That's that's probably further off than what maybe X Men itself actually is. I I don't know, or maybe around the same time. But I think both those things will be post. The Avengers films anyway. Um, so the next kind of multiverse-ish sort of film. That we got is Deadpool 3. Which you already know that we're getting Wolverine in. And some other characters. I'm wondering if this continu- if this continues there. Because if this is where the X-Men are. <clears throat> and if you've got these X-Men. Played by the original cast. And you are going to have Patrick Stewart back again as uh, as Professor X, Charles Xavier. And I can't for the life of me remember who played Beast in those original films because it's been years since I've seen them. Also, I can't literally see the actor because he's covered in CG. Uh, pathetic CG, whatever it is. I can't remember what the guy's name was. and I, I don't know if that's the same person. But my thought... Not, not, not theory, it's not really a theory. My thought is... You'll do the Deadpool kills the X-Men storyline in Deadpool 3. This will tie into that. The X-Men said X-Men. So 
Hugh Jackman's War, all, all, all like not all of them, but some of the old original cast are there in this building, which has got an X on the door, which I think is the same base as the original, because I remember those metal doors from the old X-Men films, and the original X-Men are here. And that this is going to connect and tie into Deadpool 3. If it doesn't, I'll be a bit... Not confused, but curious as to... Okay, because if this doesn't get referenced or pop up in any way, shape or form in Deadpool 3... Where is it going to pop up next? Is this going to be something for like one of the Avengers films? But then the thing is, because Deadpool 3 is looking a bit more X-Men centric, it makes sense to have that here. If the Well, they are here because this, this is the X-Men place and you have an X-Man, X-Men in the scene with Monica. <clears throat> so if you don't use this for Deadpool 3... I, I, I don't know because... I mean, I think a couple of the X-Men might be in um, Secret Wars. At least from like some of the stuff that I've heard that they might be. So maybe use it in one or the other, but it makes more sense to use this in Deadpool 3. The only, the only thing I'm wondering about, if you are going to do the Deadpool kills, the um, X-Men thing, or I think it's Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe or something... Uh, <clears throat> and you are going to have Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool integrated into the MCU, but then you're going to get rid of the old X-Men, because we're going to have a bunch of new X-Men coming in. You're going to have to find a, a new bunch of cast. Yeah, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with it, but it has to pop up somewhere. Because um, I know there's been there's been a bit of dialogue about, like, oh, the, uh, the MCU's done this cliffhanger, that cliffhanger, and they've not picked things up. One of the, again, going back to an earlier comment I said in the spoiler-free section, it could do with a bit of reorganisation. We have a lot of stuff to work with, with 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 the MCU. That's why I don't understand, like, oh, the MCU's dead. No, the MCU's got loads of, the MCU's got loads of stuff going on. Like, you've got the Avengers stuff, you've got all these new characters you've just introduced, you've got the multiverse, you've got the X-Men coming up, you've got Fantastic Four coming up, and you've got to go through still all of that. And then building a hopefully young Avengers team and going through that and then putting Daredevil in somewhere and then introducing Echo into this TVMA thing and what what does that mean and all this kind of stuff. So there's a lot of stuff going on with the MCU. But I think it has... And this is just constructive criticism. I think it's got to a bit of point where, like... We, we, we know where we're going with the MCU because we know some stuff that's coming up and we can kind of see how some things... Stitched, stitched together like I've just tried to explain with the whole Deadpool thing but um, how do some of these things fit together and like when are we going to get back to certain cliffhangers like the thing in Eternals the hand sticking out of the sky or whatever. Like when, when are we going to get to that sort of stuff um, and one of the problems you, wasn't one of the problems you've kind of got is because there is so much like, what about this, what about that, what about this, what about that, and introducing this character, and where are the X-Men, and where are Fantastic Four, and then you've just done this film, and the TV stuff, and there's a lot of things going on, and in order to avoid what a lot of people have said, in terms of like MCU burnout, you can't just shove all these projects out at once, because you have to take care of them, and plan them properly and stuff, so we've just gotten to a bit of a point where it takes two, three years before we see another character again. Like what I've just said, when we properly have come back to Carol Danvers, okay, she was in Miss Marvel very briefly last year. 
But that's not the sort of thing I'm talking about. And when you've got a character who is supposed to be as important as what she was, and still is, and you go three, let's say three to four years, because you sort of take away 2020, that's just too long. Um, So I don't know. But anyway, we'll see how how all of this fits together in the future. And we'll see what Kevin Feige can can do but now that we've got Bob Iger back and we're going to hopefully get a bit more organization and we've got some by the way all of these Marvel delays that have been happening are good things because we need these things to be spread out and planned properly and kind of it's a bit like you've got a desk you've got a load of files and paper on it and it's this all the different bits of paper of this film this tv show introducing this character doing this and that what needs to happen you pick all the bits of paper up. Now, some of you are going to say shred it all. No, you don't do that. You pick up all these bits of paper. You look through them properly. You put them together. You you, sh- you shuffle them back together. And then you go through them properly and actually plan what ties into what properly. What's coming next. When you're going to resolve cliffhangers. And it's a lot of stuff to get through. But then it will mean that we get lots of shows and films. Um, but as I've said before, I'm personally nowhere near burnout on, on the MCU. Um... Uh, in fact, I could have the next chapter, whatever that would be, because uh, that's it for 2023 now, isn't it? Yeah. Um, is Deadpool 3 actually next? Oh, no. The, um... Oh, what's that thing called? The animated thing? What if? that That's next, although that's not, like, MCU proper proper, is it? That's, um, multiverse stuff. Um, so, yeah, lots of stuff to go through, and we'll see how it goes. But I think the next, like, MCU proper thing... Is it Deadpool 3? I can't remember. And by the way, I'm not including, like, Madam Web and Venom 3, because that's, like, Venomverse stuff. That that stuff's not even connected to the MCU. So I'm not talking about those things. So, anyway, um, there's that. I'm very, very excited to see this Young Avengers thing play out and see what they do with this X-Men stuff. It's very cool. It's very interesting. And, uh... Yeah, it was, uh... Incredible to see. So... Um, Anyway, that's it for everything. Thank you very much for listening, and um, I'll see you next time. Goodbye.